you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. The 2023 NFL Draft kicks off tomorrow night in Kansas City. And the barbecue, the meats, they will not be the only star. Have like you guys them. ever had the burnt ends? Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. Of course. Gates, burnt ends, oh my gosh. For the best. And and then there's a food coma right after. Mm, yeah. Mm. I call it the meat uh, the meat sweats. The meat sweats, sure. sure. It's a classic, yeah. it's a classic yeah. life experience, the meat sweats. Yes. Yes. Have to have them in sweatpants. Welcome to Good sure. Morning Football. <laughs> presented by Ram Trucks live here in New York City, Wednesday, April 26th. Jamie Erdahl here, Kyle Brandt there, Jason McCourty, Scott Pioli, as well as Ryan Leaf. My mm. goodness, we are just having more people at the party. What up, Ryan? What up? How we doing? Uh, day before draft day. Pretty special for a lot, of, a lot of individuals. You know, their lives are about to change. Those dreams are about to come true tomorrow. So mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting for them. I'm excited mm-hmm. for all of them, that opportunity. All right, let's bring in some more people over already. Time for the sure. lead block. Lead block. We have you covered from Carolina to Kansas City. First, we have Tom Pelissero standing by uh, in the green room of Union Station, as well as Cameron Wolf at the Panthers facility. Gentlemen, good morning. Great to hear from you. See you. Yesterday, Panthers head coach Frank Reich was asked if GM Scott Fitterer had finally inquired about his presence for the first overall pick. He did. He actually said, came in my office uh, yesterday at some point and, and asked the question. You know, it's kind of like a proposal of sorts, you know. But, and I said yes. <laughs> no, there is consensus and we're excited. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll announce that Thursday at about 8 o'clock. Cam, you were all over this yesterday. The Panthers sounds like they have their consensus selection at number one overall. Tell us more. Yeah, Jamie, the hay is in the barn. 
Carolina knows what quarterback they're going to take, except they won't tell us until Thursday at 8 p.m., right? That's a draft. You love intrigue. But I continue to hear talking with people across the league that is expected to be Alabama quarterback Bryce Young with the number one overall pick. And thinking about that scene is just hilarious. Frank Reich talking about a marriage proposal coming in. He's saying, yes, we have the same quarterback. And some people may ask, did they just make this decision this week? No, not quite like that. Frank Reich and Scott Fitter have been clear that they have been conjoined throughout this process and that for the last few weeks, they have known without saying who their quarterback is. They have similar traits and characteristics that they prefer in their quarterback. But they didn't want to get in the box of making that decision too early. Frank Reich said yesterday the ebbs and flows of the process is something that stood out to him. The scouts here, led by Cole Spencer and his team, were ahead of them. And so they knew the quarterback early, and then slowly but surely the coaches came about and figured out the quarterback they preferred to. And it all happens to be the same guy. As we mentioned, we expect it to be Bryce Young. And as we go about this process, they're about 36 hours away from introducing their franchise quarterback here in Carolina, a moment that should be franchise changing for this organization. Absolutely. I can't okay, wait Bryce until Young. Thursday evening where we find that out. Tom, what's going on in Kansas City? I thought I was just jumping in. You know, it's been a long morning already here. Let me tell you this. Bryce Young will be in this room, the green room inside Union Station in Kansas City. His seat is a little ways over here to my right, right by the door where players will go out to head up onto stage, shake the commissioner's hand, come off, take family photos and all that good stuff. Actually, all the quarterbacks are in a pod. This is sort of divided in this room by position. So Will Levis is right across from Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud is kind of in a kitty corner this direction. And then Anthony Richardson's on the other side of a wall so everybody at that same position group will literally be able to look around and see who else is answering the phone and one of the big questions within the nfl talking to gms head coaches and others in the past couple of days is when exactly and where does cj stroud go bryce young is the consensus number one quarterback in this draft cj stroud is the consensus number two quarterback in this draft there's some fundamental differences in terms of how they play stroud is a classic pocket passer who is obviously really productive at ohio state and flashed in that Georgia game in the college football playoff that he can make some things happen with his legs as well. Going into the process, a lot of people assumed the Texans would end up taking C.J. Stroud at number two. There has been a belief over the last seven to ten days within the league the Texans actually may be leaning toward taking a defensive player at number two, whether that's a Will Anderson or a Tyree Wilson there, and then potentially coming up from number 12 to go get a quarterback as well. Regardless, I do not anticipate this is going to be a long wait for C.J. Stroud on Thursday night. Depending what happens at number two, of course, the Cardinals have had that pick at number three up for bid for some time, and the Colts at number four you certainly would expect are going to take a quarterback as well. That then will have a ripple effect depending when that second quarterback comes off the board on the likes of Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. There's a lot of quarterback needy teams in those top dozen picks or so. Certainly there is still a possibility here all four of those quarterbacks could go in the top 12, but after that when you get into the teens, there's a bunch of teams that don't really have that need and so that's part of the drama we're going to be watching play out right in this room tomorrow night. Very dramatic, Tom Pelissero, and of course, Cam Wolf will be in Carolina covering it all. Although they feel like they have the easiest selection to go number one, it's how the rest of the board falls and unfolds Thursday night. It will be interesting to watch. Nothing more of a landmine phrase on day one of the draft than saying, certainly would expect, Tom and Cam. We appreciate you so much. So we got a day before the draft. No one can say with certainty what will happen when, who, whatever. It's all up in the air. But let's say it is Bryce Young, okay. the first off the board. Mm. With one day to go, who will the second quarterback off the board be, Ryan Leaf? 
Well, I, I would I would have expected leading all the way up to it that it was going to be C.J. Stroud. In fact, I, I thought C.J. was the guy at the top. This, yeah, sure. this S2 test, whoever leaked it, and I suspect it was probably the Panthers because I think there was probably some expectations for them to maybe go with C.J. Stroud, mm. and this is something that they can – you know, motivate and, and make it work out that way. Who knows? You know, that's just speculation. I don't know for a fact that they did anything like that. But I ultimately think C.J. slides a little bit, which I, which I think is going to be a benefit for him. The expectations may not be as high, of course, to be the number one overall pick. I think Tennessee figures they have a chance. They jump up and try to make a big trade with Arizona, pop to three and take Anthony Richardson. And then the uh, Titans uh, and uh, that, that staff run the triple option next year and win the South. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we're all laughing. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> the I, 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 there is a joke in there a little bit, but hey, your first year, if you can do what you can do really well is run the football. Derrick Henry's not going anyway. I'm sorry. You look at that cap hit. Whoever has to take any of that money on, they're not going to do it. It's just too much right now. Either they got to cut him out right or pay the guy and then hand him the rock next year with a rookie quarterback. So that's where I would go. If I was Tennessee, I'd make the jump up there, get a guy that has a high ceiling, understand that there is. And play him right away, you would. If you're going to do it the right way, yeah. I, I, you guys have heard me all year, don't play him. Yeah, you know, but let Brian Tannehill play, yeah. let him learn and everything like that. Um, but I, this is almost the idea that, you know, this is not what I would do. I but I think this might happen. Yeah. Might happen. You know, you brought up an interesting point that you said very quickly is, you know, you don't know who leaked that information out. And, and I got to say this, I want to say it out loud, is that yeah. one of the most disgusting things that happens during this draft process, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are doing doing things to benefit themselves. And sometimes people take this competition thing a little too far. And sometimes teams leak that information. But I'll tell you this, the other people that are involved in that sometimes are agents yep. because they're trying to get their prospect up a little bit higher. And I'm going to talk about C.J. Stroud is probably being he should be, in my opinion, the, the one of the top two quarterbacks off the board because of his performance and who he is. These tests that come out sometimes, you know, they measure intelligence, they measure different things, and, and I've just always felt that don't ever get intelligence confused with the ability to make good decisions and make good decisions under duress. I think C.J. can do that. I think he's been in situations and circumstances not only in terms of the in-game duress, but the pressure of being in Ohio State or at Ohio State. You know, But again, I'm kind of fixated on this other thing that goes on that isn't a very pretty part of the draft and is really disappointing where people will justify their actions and behavior to harm a kid who it's his life dream to get into something in the spirit of competition. It's just, what you know, part of the ugly underbelly of this time of year. I'm a bit surprised after, you know, it's not NFL-driven that he's actually going to go. To the draft. draft. Yeah. Yeah, because mm, over, the the last, over the last week, this yeah. has been a direct campaign to just yeah. almost like sm- just smear him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that, for me, I'm like, I just want to be with my family. What if it does it? What if this happens and I slide all the way to 25 or something like that? You know, or, or maybe, who knows? That's a fear that I would have in that moment after feeling put upon for the last week. And I would have just embraced my family. Mm-hmm. Let's do it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's not go there and give them maybe a spectacle for this process. I have a question for the table. If you were C.J. Stroud, and we saw this with Jalen Carter, he had an interview with his agent about uh, all the commentary that has gone on with his pre-draft sure. process. Why can't he come out and speak for himself? Why I he could approach it the same way. He could sit down with anyone. That, good morning, football. If he wants to speak on what's happening to him right now, and say what though? Uh, to to that to that point, to me, for him coming out, 
I'm going to allow my film and what I've done throughout this process to speak for itself. After his combine, you had the experts. I mean, I remember seeing Daniel Jeremiah tweeting, this is one of the best throwing performances I've seen at the combine. Mm -hmm. He's done nothing to have anything negative to be said about him. So if whoever it is are putting this out, what, he's going to come out and say, no, my S2 cognitive test was really this percent. Who cares? I think there are a lot of things that are being said about him aren't possibly factual so to come out and say all right no like no i really am smart don't listen to what this report might say or he that says report a tweet might say yesterday afternoon that says did you see my cognition against georgia just that leaves that tweet alone like is that does that play well for him joe burrow had tiny hands he came out and said sorry everybody i'm gonna retire because of my tiny hands and everyone's like oh burrow's so cool how does that hit you stride tweet something like that see that is what i love because i feel like that quiet confidence if i'm a team if i'm a franchise that's what i want from my franchise player from my quarterback to be leading the way. I don't need you at the press conference on Monday saying, hey, no, I'm going to do this X and that. I'm guaranteeing the win. No, no, no. That quiet confidence. He's saying to everybody, you can talk about this test, all these other things. Turn on the film against Georgia and see what I did in that game. And I think that's the impressive part about it. I, mean, I was just looking up C.J. Stroud this morning, and I'm come across the Columbus Dispatch, and they compare oh, yeah. the lead-up to the draft to a middle school dance. Yes. As the lead-up is coming around, there's rumors, this girl's not going to go with that boy. They don't like him anymore. All of these pointing the fingers. And at the end of the day, I think when all the dust clears, C.J. Stroud still is going to be the second quarterback to come off the board in the NFL draft. Mm. And that's going to be a franchise extremely happy to have him a part of it. It'll feel good, won't it? Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm. The middle school, we've had a lot of middle school dances. This one's really special. Mm -hmm. This question is very difficult. The yeah. third quarterback off the board, we don't know. Did you see what happened yesterday? There was no. a massive 2023 media story that happened. Someone goes on Reddit, just some person, all right? <laughs> just a, a man or woman, we don't even know. And they post. It was me. It was Ryan Leaf. Here we got him. We got him. The person who may or may not be Leaf posts, Will Levis has been told by the Panthers that he's going to be the number one overall pick, and he's sharing that with his friends and family. Now, that goes nuts on Reddit, and that's fine if it was just that. The betting line, oh. massive movement, whether it's DraftKings or Caesars, wherever you go to, tons and tons of money is flying around because of this person's post saying, Levis is going number one, and people believe it. It sounds credible. They had to take it off the board in some because everybody's betting on Levis. Levis is going number one. I don't think Levis is going number one. We just heard Cam Wolf said the hay is in the barn. Is the hay Will Levis? Um, and and just, I'll just leave it like this. Two days before the draft in 2018, you are an idiot if you think the Browns are taking Baker Mayfield number one overall. There's no way. Rosen is pro-ready. Darnold is USC. Josh Allen is the big swing if you want it. Lamar won. You're not taking Baker. They took Baker. I still am not convinced it's 100% that it's mm. Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. And if they go up and they announce... Stroud or Levis, Richardson, I would still be like, the draft is wild. It's always wild. If, if you would be surprised, you've not been through that many drafts. Scott, tell yeah. me I'm wrong. The draft no, is insane. It, it, it is insane, and there, there's so many factors involved. <laughs> and part of what happens here is, you know, we watched Anthony Richardson making this move. We've seen Will Levis making this yeah. move. The other factor here, again, I go back to agents. Agents doing their jobs. And sometimes the right way they do is they cultivate relationships with people in the media. Mm -hmm. All of us at this table. Mm -hmm people at other tables. And what they do is this is the time where favors are exchanged mm. and they start talking <laughs> about things and elevating people in order to help their friends who have given them information. So players that are represented by certain agencies, there's a reason certain agencies become so powerful okay. and so noticeable. It's because there's people that do them favors and that helps the client. That's the agent doing their job. It would draw, it drove us crazy, but that's the agent doing the job that they're paid for. Mm. Two questions for you. Yes. 
Would a player actually ever be told this far in advance, you are our guy number one? Yeah, not by us. No, I know. The Cowboys <laughs> right. the Cowboys had the uh, contract done with Troy Aikman in 89 before. Well, it was, today, would they do it? Probably. I don't know. Like, so, if Price is going number one, yes. does he know is he, he not told by the management of the Panthers, like, we got you? Yeah, maybe. Secondly, mm. Maybe they've told a, him. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, a draft off that question is, awesome. is there kind of like a sick pleasure in being <laughs> the Panthers and knowing that the hay is in the barn and everyone oh. else seems to literally be running around your barn setting themselves on fire because they don't know what's going on? <laughs> that's why they That's why they went, why they went and got the number one overall dra- draft pick, Yeah, right? that's true. I, who was who you're asking, is there narcissism involved? Yeah. Uh, um, so far today, Scott, I've asked you about ego <laughs> and narcissism. <laughs> and spite. In spite. <laughs> and I just want to talk about snacks. Yes, um, yeah, we all do. You know, I guess there's certain personalities that would embrace that mm-hmm. that idea mm-hmm. once they're there. But yeah, it's there. There is a lot of intrigue. Now, of course, I think the league likes the fact that people hold the information yeah. close to their yeah. yeah. It's good for the league. <laughs> it's good for the league. Therefore, it's good for the table because it That's becomes right. fodder for our breakfast table discussion. Wherever you are, the buckle up for this year's draft. The NFL has you covered. You might as well have 17 different ways to watch this because of everything that's going to go down. But there are three right there for you. 2023 mm-hmm. NFL Draft. Tune into NFL Network as Rich Eisen anchors the coverage live from Kansas City. On NFL Plus, play along and predict every pick with the Mm -hmm. NFL Plus draft room. And then follow every pick on NFL Draft Center on the NFL app and NFL.com slash NFL channel. All of it unfolds tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. But give yourself like an hour cushion to set up all your tablets and screens and whatnot because that's a lot going on. Ryan Leach is going to tell us why he posted about Will Levis on Reddit, and we're going to get behind that story. (laughs) Plus, some of the best fits for this year's top prospects. Leaf has takes. He always does. Don't go anywhere. You're on the clock right after this commercial. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back on Good Morning Football. It is now time for your On the Clock presented by Progressive. Our opening night of the NFL Draft, one sleep away, you called it, Jamie? One sleep. Yes, and we're joined by former second overall pick Ryan Leaf here in the 1998 Draft. Ryan, right now you've looked at all of these college prospects. I want you to give me one person, one prospect coming out, and a perfect scenario for him on the right team. Well, this shifted when uh, this went down, right? Because they move to number 13, the Packers do, and I think for a couple reasons, because it's they need him, but also maybe to make Aaron's head explode, okay. they go get uh, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, wide receiver one out of Ohio State. Uh, you add him to the mix with Jordan Love in his first year as a starter, you have Romeo Dobbs, you have Christian Watson. I liked a tight end there if they were still at 15, because mm. I expected Njigba would probably be off the board at that time, but because of it, I think they go and get him. They add the first first-round talent at wide receiver in a long, long time to help out the Packers this year. Ryan, I think it's a good point in the sense that you look at their roster right now. They've got four wide receivers on their roster, all draft picks from last year. So they've got a young group of players there that are still developing. And to me, one of the things that concerns me with that, it, it would be a bonus for Jordan Love. It would be great for Jordan Love to have that quality of player. My concern is very often young receivers need really good experienced quarterbacks to help them develop. Mm. And will he be able to develop to whatever the top-end player is that he can be with such an inexperienced quarterback in Jordan Love. But the pick would absolutely make sense. That's an interesting stance because that just means that for years the Packers missed on developing great wide receivers because they just decided to not utilize the veteran quarterback that they have to make wide receivers great. But that's just one decision-making trait. Look at this book. Look at this. Look at this thing of beauty. This is just rounds one through three. The pages are endless. The fits. The endless possibilities. Give us another player team possibility fit that you would like to see happen tomorrow. Again, because of the trade that played out, I liked Dalton Kincaid to the Packers at 15 Mm -hmm. to replace Robert Tunyon, a guy that is, I think, the future of the tight end position. What we've seen with Travis Kelsey, I think Dalton Kincaid's that guy. Mm. Instead now, he drops a little further and goes to the Los Angeles Chargers, and he becomes the tight end one there for Justin Herbert and that offense with Kellen Moore. Just go and watch the the USC game. I talked to you guys about this before. He was targeted 18 times. That's so cool. And he had 18 catches, okay? He is a special, special player, and the tight end position is a difference maker in this league and what they do in terms of personnel, and he becomes one of uh, uh, Justin Herbert's, he becomes one of Justin Herbert's main targets and ultimately goes, I think, at 21, first tight end off the board. Yeah, th- th- that's an interesting one to me, too, because talk about what a good player Justin Herbert is, and he has some vertical threats. Quarterbacks need short and intermediate players. Now, Dalton Kincaid can get long if he needs to, but his ability in the short and intermediate in terms mm-hmm. of high percentage throws, that could be a pick that absolutely makes sense. I love it. I love, I love it. that. I love that. And those are two really good possibilities. And right now, is there another dream player that you've looked at? And obviously, Ryan, you're 
calling college games. You've been fully in. We've talked about the quarterback position a ton, but there's so many players in this draft, and it's so deep. Who else do you see that you Yeah, like? the linebacker position for me, it's it's, uh, it's different, right? Some because defense, I love it, it. It's about edge rushers now when you're talking about outside linebackers in a 3-4 type of scheme. Mm. When you look at just a sure middle backer, a guy that is really able to go from sideline to sideline, it's Dayon Henley from uh, Washington mm. State, my mm. alma mater. That's Cougs. Now, this may be a reach in the first round, but I say he goes to 27 to the Buffalo Bills mm. to replace Edmonds. Edmonds. No. Guy be able to go sideline to sideline, get guys on the ground, some youth. He can pop back into nickel situations and be a bit of a uh, um, uh, of a safety type. So uh, I like that pick. Uh, I don't know if they if they reach for that, but I think he'd be a perfect fit for what they need. And when you have teams at the back end of the draft in the first round, you're looking for pieces. You're not necessarily just looking yeah. to grab the next best player, right? He may have a second round value, but you're like, we're gonna go get him because he'll make a difference on our football team, and that's the piece we need to get over the top mm. and be a Super Bowl contender. How impressive is it Dan Henley spent his first uh, four seasons at Nevada, was a wide receiver for yeah. two years, switches to the linebacker spot, goes through some injury, but that's actually it's impressive. Crazy. Uh, that, just a size-wise. Like, yeah. <laughs> to go from a mindset of playing wide receiver where I'm running, trying to make people miss, mm -hmm. to now I'm playing linebacker, I'm going downhill, I'm trying to smack people in the mouth. It takes a different type of player. And he gets guys on the ground. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest – and most yeah. difficult things to see nowadays. And you play when you remove so much tackling opportunity because of the collecting bargaining agreement, not as much tackling in practice, mm -hmm. all the things like that. He gets guys on the ground, mm -hmm. and that is a difficult thing to see because you see guys break tackles all the time now, and he's been able to get guys on the ground, and that's a big variable for the NFL these days on defense. People are worried about his size and the fact that he was a former skilled guy on offense. I see mm -hmm. that as an advantage, right? Every time you look at a player, stop talking about what they can't do, look at what they can do. And here's a player with Sean McDermott who's now going to be coordinating the defense mm -hmm. with Leslie gone. Here's a guy who has the perfect size and has shown that he can play in space, get sideline, sideline, because he was one of the best special teams players historically mm. at Washington State. Here's a guy that you know can play in space, get guys on the ground, and he has versatility. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing is he's a very, very smart player. So when you need a versatile player, you need people who just can't not just be able to play in space, but you need them to be able to be smart enough to do multiple things. He can do that. Mm. I always wonder what the quarterbacks, like you just mentioned that the, the Chargers getting a tight end or the Bills getting a linebacker. Are the quarterbacks just sitting there watching it being like, just give me weapons, give me weapons. Like Herbert celebrates mm. and is Josh Allen's like, oh, linebacker. I, I was in a Zoom room once years ago with Kirk Cousins and a bunch of other people who were doing things for the NFL and the Vikings were taking Justin Jefferson as Cousins is sitting there and he's bouncing in his chair. He is so happy. I wonder if somebody like Allen is like, hmm. A linebacker? Like, give me a guy. I, I think, yeah, I think guys are more in tune with what's going on with the college game now. Like, ah. back in our day, like, I did not know what was going on in college when I was. I was trying week in and week out to try to do the best I could on the NFL football field. And, you know, when you're struggling and everybody's coming at you, you, sure. you don't have a chance to, yeah. you know, watch the film on a That's wide a receiver point. coming out of Georgia. You think they know Georgia. the guys I think, they're, I think they're better equipped with just with social media and everything like that. Yeah. So yeah. when the draft happened in 99, like, I don't even know if I paid attention to it, sure. to be honest with you. Yeah. And I probably should have. I probably should have been in the facility with the new head coach going like, you know, petitioning, get me a guy, yes. get me a guy. You traded away Tony Martin a year ago. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I'm sure Josh Allen wouldn't mind if he heard the name of the next guy we're going to hear from in our segment. Uh, the stars are arriving in Kansas City. Tom Pelissero has Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers nice. joining him. Uh, where will he land this weekend in Kansas City? Could it be Buffalo? I don't know. Whatever team he goes to, he's going to make them better. You never know at 8 a.m. the day before the draft who might be rolling through the green room. 
It's Zay Flowers, Boston College wide receiver. How are you feeling, man? David I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, ready to get it started. So you just walked in here the first time. We're inside Union Station. This is like the coolest green room setup I've ever seen. You got to see your phone over there yep. where the call's going to come. Just, just tell me about that moment. Right. I was playing just now, like laughing, oh, like I was crying. But when the moment comes, it'd probably be emotion. So uh, have my dad, have all my brothers and sisters here, and it'd be a dream come true. How important is this for your family, too? Like, what, what are they going through at this moment? I think they're going through the same thing as me, excited, but kind of nervous and, like, ready for it to happen so we can all, like, celebrate together. So how are you feeling about, obviously, there's some other talented wide receivers. I just showed you. You're right next to Jordan Addison, yeah. so you could be looking around going, okay, is anybody else's phone ringing? Yeah. Just size up this receiver group for me. You know receiver play. Jordan Addison, that's my guy. That's my, um, we talked, we'd be hanging out a little bit. Like, when we was on the visits, we'd hang out. But it's a lot of talent in this receiver class, I think. It's probably not the prototype that you want, like the tall, fast, but I feel like we all got traits and things that stand out, and we all can be that receiver one, so you never know who it's going to be. Now, you put on some weight. You put on some muscle, like 12 pounds, I want to say, through the course of your pre dark yeah. Is that suit? I imagine you got measured for the suit a while ago. Is it still fitting right now? Hey, I, I, I had to slow down on the workout so it could fit. <laughs> and you got it in this morning, too, right? Yeah, I got, I got a, light, a little light lift in this morning. So what's, what's that like, too? Because obviously you went on, you went through the combine process and everything. You're doing all the testing. Then you're you're popping around. I mean, you were everywhere on those visits. Yeah. Like, how do you keep up just staying in shape and stuff through that process? Um, while I'm on the visit, I'll hit the, um, the um, gym in the hotel. I'll go uh, run on the treadmill, probably walk around the city a little bit, like, to try to see, like, what's out there. I just try to stay in shape, hitting the weight room in the gym. So you met with the Titans. You're yeah. sitting there at 11. You met with the Patriots yeah. at 14. Did you get a vibe off anybody? Do you have, do you have some kind of sense about where you're going to go here? Uh, I honestly don't have a sense, and that's a good thing. So I, I want it to be a surprise. I want it to like just be a surprise out of nowhere. So give me a guess. Where do you think your name's being called tomorrow night? <sighs> I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of different places. I, I yeah. imagine it's a little bit overwhelming because you know yeah. somebody's going to call you. It's literally going to be your entire life. You are moving to a new city. It's one thing to go for a visit for a day. Yeah. Totally other thing to like move your life. How prepared are you for that? I'm prepared. I did it from Florida to Boston, so I feel like I could adjust to anywhere. I remember Tallin, a scout called me the other day, was asking about you because he knew you know that we knew each other a little bit. Yeah. His fellow Eagles, and he was just asking about you as a guy. And I, I repeated a story that Jeff Halfley told me back in November, which was like a lot of players now in the NIL environment and the transfer rules. Like you had opportunities. Yeah. There was money on the table for you after your junior season in 2021 to go other places, like half million dollars. I don't know what the numbers were. Why stay at a program like BC? Me and my dad talked about it, and BC gave me my opportunity before any other school did. So my dad always been like big on loyalty, so he told me, finish where you started, and I was comfortable there. I knew what I was going to get, and I, I was there with Coach Halfley, so I was just comfortable making that decision. So the quarterbacks are over in that corner of yeah. this room. You got to know these guys a little bit through the process. Size up this quarterback class for me. I think it's a very talented quarterback. You got different type of quarterbacks, like Bryce Young, Moving, he can he can move and throw the ball. Um, Anthony Richardson is a freak. Uh, C.J. Stroud, a great pocket pass, could put the ball anywhere. So it depends on what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you envision yourself catching passes from in the NFL? You ever sit there and think about it? I like Pat Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to work out with him, too, down yeah. in Texas recently, right? Tell yeah. me about that experience. It was crazy because like, as soon as you break your route, the ball in your face. So I feel like it's a easier. It's way easier to catch the ball and run with him because the ball, you know where the ball going to be. They're drafting number 31. Yeah. You want to give Brett Veach a message about how high up he's got to go to get you? Hey, <laughs> 
just get up there. <laughs> Zay, thanks a lot for coming and hanging out, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, Zach Evans, Ole Miss running back, going to join us next in studio on Good Morning Football. This guy will be hanging around. He'll be in the green room tomorrow night. Stick around. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. Running backs, they're real and they're fantastic. <laughs> Our next guest is a former Ole Miss Rebel. Looking to hear his name called this weekend in Kansas City. Please welcome to the breakfast table, running back, Zach Evans. What's Zach? up, Zach? How you doing? <laughs> Good. Appreciate y'all for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you guys. Mm-hmm. A running back. Yes. They really still exist. They're good players. The NFL. Too. They're great players. Undervalued players, wouldn't you say, Zach? Most definitely. Oh Most my definitely. gosh. We talk about it all the time. Let's talk about you. You started your college career at TCU. You played two seasons there, and then you transferred to Ole Miss, where you put up over a thousand scrimmage yards last season. Tell us about the transition and how you think it will help your transition to Sundays, man. Uh, I mean, my transition from the Big 12 to the SEC was smooth. Uh, yeah. Really just had to get my weight up, you know, the big boys up front. Mm-hmm. Coming from the Big 12 to the SEC, that was obviously a big change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way I helped, I think it helped me transition, I mean, it's the SEC. I mean, we're the best conference in football. So. Oh, there we go. That's what they say. We've had a really great time in the last couple weeks getting to know all the top running backs in this class. B. John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, put your name on that list. Why is your name on that list? Why do you think you deserve to be a part of this like, top five running backs in this year's draft? Uh, I mean, I feel like my talent is second to none. I mean, if anything, I'm, I'm out there. I'm competing every week. I'm doing the best I can. I mean, it's really what I bring. I mean, I feel like I can pass the tick. I can run the ball. I can catch the ball. I mean, 
I'm second to none. Do it all. Second, second to none. none. Yeah, and that talent, that talent didn't just start at the college level. You went to high school in Texas, was one of the best running backs at your time there. A lot of people were saying the best running back in Texas since Adrian Peterson. Ooh. And now you're a guy looking mm. to go into the league. But tell us, what was it like playing high school ball in Texas? Was it as much pressure as everybody talks about? Friday Night Lights, yeah. all of these things. Or was it just like, nah, this is what I grew up with. This is what I was used to. Uh, first off, Texas is the best football state. Oh, okay, here we go. Oh. Here we go. So you don't want to hear it? Florida, no. Pennsylvania, California. Florida, Florida speed. Florida no. speed. No? No. You got it all. I'm Texas. I, I'm, I'm a Texas baby born. Texas born <laughs> Texas forever. That's it. Other than that, I mean, it was pretty smooth. Uh, we tailgate. It's as big as it seems. We yeah. tailgate. We pack the crowd. I mean, I think Allen has the biggest football stadium. I think in Texas, period. Yeah. Yeah. So, other than that, I mean, it was smooth. Like you said, I mean, it's pretty much that's what I'm used to. Competing against the best, we were in the hardest division, 6A21. We went to state twice, so I mean. 6A is the big school. So. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Big boy. I'd say back when I was coaching college ball, I had Texas as one of my areas, and I had the Texas Jucos. One of the first high school games I went to was at Longview. Mm-hmm. Longview Lobos, they had that stadium built out. The crowd was unbelievable. So cool. Next one was Marshall. I mean, like thousands. Yeah. I, I'm in New York. I had never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. My Texas high school football is unbelievable. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, so so you a teammate of yours, or former teammate of yours, Jonathan Mingo, is mm-hmm. shooting up the boards right now. Everyone's talking about him. Give your guy a little bit of love. So why would he be a good prospect and a good teammate? You know him so well. I mean, John is a great leader. He's a great person, too. So I had some situations that was going on during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, my confidence was going up and down. Mm-hmm. I leaned on Jonathan the whole way. Jonathan, he kept my head up. He kept telling me, you know, you still got to show up. You still got to compete. You got to find other ways to win. And just really with Jonathan, it was just finding other ways to motivate the teammates. So... If that's helping the walk-ons get water, if that's, you know, just being an all-around guy. I mean, Jonathan's a great dude. Whatever he brings on to a team, I mean, he's they're going to get a fanatical player. Fanatic, like he's explosive, extremely. Yeah, we, we were talking about that earlier, how important it is. You know, everyone talks about coaches and uh, leading. Locker room leadership is so mm-hmm. critical. Mm-hmm. And having a guy like that in your locker room mm-hmm. yeah. Excellent. Most definitely. I want to go back to the Adrian Peterson kind of parallel that sure. we were making earlier. That's an easy one just from the state of Texas thing. But who do you like watching? Who do you, you know? We heard who was it that loved Barry Sanders so much? Was it Bijan Robinson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, you know, watches his highlights. Like who's that guy for you? Who lights your fire? I, I watch a couple of people, we got, yeah. all right. including some players in my class. Okay. <laughs> That's oh. So if I ain't out there trying to watch Bijan or Jameer, make uh-huh. uh, Deuce Vaughn, I like him too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I mean, for guys in the NFL, I really used to like Jamal Charles. Sure. Uh, if you want Jamal Charles, I'm over here. I'm probably thinking about Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. That's awesome. That's a good list. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette was Leonard a real Fournette's big Leonard Fournette. Yeah. yeah. Really high high him in college, that was crazy. I yeah. love the fact he's shouting out other guys in his class through yeah. the competition, oh, cool. but yeah. Showing them respect. Good on Most you. Most definitely. Yep. So have you, you're here in New York City. Have you gotten a, ch- a chance to get around at all, see the sights? Oh, uh, I got in last night. I mean, I had some pizza. I think oh, okay. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. the, the cast, as well as the crew, was hoping I might ask, can I give you a recommendation for a great slice? Most definitely. There's a place called Sabaro. So oh, an authentic God. slice. Check out Sabaro. <laughs> it is as good as it gets. It is New York to the core. All right? No. He's lying. Yeah, no, he's I'm not. It's, it's a good what? slice. Two things you avoid in pizza in New York is Sabaro's and 99-cent pizza. No. <laughs> I Don't led this interview with Zach. We love running backs. I wasn't running back. Exactly. And now you just totally cut out the knees of the trust that you just established. When you're this flying back to Texas in the airport, look for whatever the pizza pot is probably going to be. Sabaro. They're all over. Right. They're a chain it place. It hits different, whatever. baby. Yeah. Um, Zach, <laughs> it's a guy from Chicago talking about New York. Exactly right. It's the best there is. Talk Sabaro. about it. Zach, um, 
life-changing weekend, of course. This is massive for you, and we're really happy for you. We're really proud of you. What are your What are your draft plans? Are you going to be with family, with friends? What are you going to do? Well, so we're supposed to have like a little get-together back in Houston. My mom's birthday is that day, too. So. Oh, nice. oh, awesome. Happy birthday, Which mom. day? You imply that you might be hearing your name on a certain day. Which day oh, is your mom's question. birthday? Uh, I'm going for day two. So. Day hey! Two Friday right. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, mom. That's awesome. Uh, Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Happy birthday, Toronto. And hey, listen, congratulations to you. It's awesome to have you here in yeah. New York and to meet you. And when you go nuts next year, we're going to go crazy for you, too, okay? Can't yes, wait. Appreciate yeah. it. Zach Evans running back. Oh, awesome. Miss. Yeah, TCU. Awesome. The best conference in the world. The SEC is coming to the best league mm -hmm. in the NFL. Zach, awesome to meet you. Absolutely. Yes, Take care, man. Good luck. Stay healthy. Discount double check right off the plane and to the Jets wow. facility. <sighs> Look at that. It's a majestic video of Aaron Rodgers arriving for the first majestic. time at the New York Jets practice facility. They tweeted <sighs> it out. He's here. He has arrived. There he is, headed to Jersey. That's it. That's all you have to say. Kyle, how does it. that make you feel? It just looks so strange. We, we've never seen him wear another team's logo in yeah. almost 20 years. That's It's surreal. It's very strange. Yeah. Was that him going back to another darkness retreat? Maybe oh. so. Is that, is that how you're referring burn? to the Jets, Scott? As the darkness retreat? As a retreat? Patriot guy, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Jets fans. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. Wow. So he speaks later today, and yep. the media will be there, and there will be questions, and it, it's kind of officially on. We've talked for weeks and weeks about Rodgers versus the New York media. Yeah, okay, well, it's today. Who, who, who is going to ask him about our New Jersey guide that we presented to mm. him? There has to be a reporter there. I think Kyle should go. I, I'm actually pitching for you to go to the press conference, okay. and I don't really want to go. I think you should go. Mm. I think right. you would be the first person. 2 p.m. Eastern, he's talking out at the facility. Can you make it? I think yeah, there's a check there. I'm there. No worries. Absolutely. Speaking <laughs> my, of, Jason was, just, of uh, Jason was just leading us there. This is what we came up with for Aaron Rodgers. He's moving to New, to New Jersey. Doesn't have to be North, Central, or Eastern, but here's what we came up with. This is my 30-something guy. He is 39 years old. Make sure you tell everyone you actually play the sport in New Jersey. Yeah. Don't say you play the Jets. They're New Jersey. Don't just commit to New Jersey. Yeah. I've been told there's just the single parkway. There's still another one, I'm convinced. Figure out which one you live the off Palisades of. The Palisades Parkway is in New Jersey and New York. You're not, Aaron, you're not talk about it. Exactly. sounds fake. Aaron, when someone tells you come down the shore, just make sure you know the difference. That is very different than what you're used to going out to the beach. In and then the also, just say what county you live in. People don't say towns here. Mm -hmm. Jason, what do you got? Uh, I got a few things for my guy, A-Rod. First, the breakfast sandwiches. He is going to be blown away. And then, yes, go down to the Jersey Shore, hang out with the situation and the whole crew. Aaron, do not get out of your car when you pull up to a gas station. That is probably the most important thing Definitely. on this list. Mm -hmm. People will look at you crazy, and they will be annoyed that you're getting out trying to touch the pump. Yep. Do not do it. And then the very last one, I'm taking a lot of heat on Twitter. Central Jersey does not exist. A lot of people are like, <laughs> it does exist, and I live here, and I'm proof of it. I don't care. Central Jersey is not a thing. And I know, I went to Rutgers. I was there, and I was like, wow, I've never heard of this place. This is the middle of New Jersey? No. North Jersey. Jersey or South Jersey. No in the okay. middle, no ties, no nothing. Sorry for anybody that lives in Middlesex County, as Jamie <laughs> says. We won't name any towns. I would say shout out to some Central Jersey towns, but there aren't any you're saying. They don't exist. Don't know. Okay. The gas station thing is 100% real. If you don't understand, you pull up to a gas station, you think you're going to get out, choose your gasoline. Put, no, no, no. There's nope. an attendant who wants your card, he wants your zip code, it's all that, and then they fill it up. Yep. Put your window down, tell That's them right. your zip code, exactly give away right. your credit card. Fill it up. And then Premium. It's pretty much Jersey everything thing. that your parent tells you I not to do. You do it at the New Jersey I gas still station. make that mistake, and they shout you back. And they're not car. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't do it, man. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he's arrived. 2 p.m. Eastern, he will be addressing the New York media, the New Jersey media, for the first time of many yeah. times. You can watch it here on NFL Network. Yeah. We'll have it. Look at the shade. Draft day tomorrow. God, is that strange? You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 